0: Hey guys and welcome back to another episode of the cozy universe podcast hosted by elise brown today i initially wanted to talk about failing as an artist but i figured that we can't talk about failure without talking about risk taking and that's what we're gonna dive into today i've got a lot of announcements and upcoming events to tell you guys about so let's hop into that and i'll see you guys when we get back to the discussion calling all the creatives. If you're an art lover, or you're an artist yourself, I would love to have you as a guest on a future episode. We'll discuss a variety of topics. So if you would just send over your name and or business information, a little bit about yourself, and some topics you'd love to discuss, as well as your availability to do a recording, please just send over an email to cozyuniversestudio at gmail.com. I'll also include the link in the show description notes. Thanks, because the universe is booked and busy this September, y'all. We've got another pop-up shop happening over at the Tampa Market this Saturday, September 10th, from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. over at the Courtyard Marriott. That's going to be located at 12730 Citrus Park Lane, Tampa, Florida, 22625. We've got a lot of great vendors coming out, artists, crystal shops. we have got jewelry makers, home decor, you name it. And it's gonna be all held indoors so we won't be subject to this wonderful Floridian weather. (laughs) So come on out, it's all ages are welcome and come network with us. Additionally, I also wanted to put out there that my interview with Voyage Tampa Magazine is now live. It's available to read. I'll include the link to the article interview over in the show notes. So you guys can take a look at it, let me know what you think. Thank you again to Voyage Tampa Magazine to, you know, for providing me with the opportunity to share my story and get my name out there within the community. Biggest risk is not taking any risk. In a world that's changing really quickly, the only strategy that is guaranteed to fail is not taking risks. That's a quote from meta-CEO Mark Zuckerberg, and I feel like that's a wonderful quote that encapsulates what we're talking about here today. Now, I've tried to film this episode. This is now my fourth attempt, and the first couple attempts were talking specifically about failure. And I really got to thinking as much insight and discussion we can have about failure. I don't think that it's fair to discount the actions that come before a failure. Um, And that to also acknowledge that failure isn't the only outcome. It's just one of the many outcomes, you know? And so I really think we should dive into risk taking and not only, what that means, just in general, but relating it back to my journey as an artist and my journey as a business owner, so I am just gonna be very upfront with you guys <laughs> i I'm a risk taker I take a lot of risks. I don't always choose what's uh typically seen as the safest option, especially when it comes to employment and my passions. And I think that's part of the reason why it's harder for me to fit in to a corporate environment, personally speaking. Um, just because I, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. Like I, I actually ended up leaving my corporate job today. I just quit this morning. Um, because I had another job opportunity lined up for me that would give me more time to focus on building cozy universe for one. And on top of that, it would allow me to embrace my passions of helping people feel beautiful and look beautiful, you know, and just really have them feel their best, um, So that's a little bit about why I decided to switch gears on the podcast topic for today. So that in itself is a risk. You know, I'm taking a little fewer hours, but I personally, in my mind, I I don't know if this is going to fail until I try it out, until I, you know, go through with it. And so as someone who notoriously operates through fear, you know, I want to take these risks but I'm afraid to, because I don't know how it's going to turn out. I am that kind of person that wants to have a decent amount of control, if not all control over all aspects of my life, which is really not, (laughs) it's not realistic, especially, um, especially seeing as how I'm in my, uh, we're approaching my mid twenties. So it's just like, especially, you know, having talked to people older than me that have been through their 20s. They always kind of say that like being 20 is a real big, um, it's a real big decade of trial and error. And it's a prime decade to take risks, you know, because you're always you're going to have time later, you're going to be able to get back on your feet at one point or another. Um, And what's life without the risk? Exactly that. So I'm I found myself in a really transitional period, as I'm actually going to be turning twenty four next month, which is insane. Uh, time flies so fast. <laughs> Whether or not you're having fun, it flies by. But I'm. I'm just sitting here thinking, like I've taken a lot of risks um, when it comes to my professional career, my professional life. I, you know. I've worn many hats. I've worked for a lot of different companies in my day. And, you know, as rough as jobs can get from time to time, I have learned so many valuable lessons in just taking the risk and then just going for it. I've been able to build up a resume that I'm actually really quite proud of. And I've been able to network with some really amazing Individuals that I wouldn't have gotten to meet otherwise, if I didn't have, if you know, if I didn't take these opportunities, and so that's a little bit about personal risk with me. Um, you know, you can always try and plan for the best and prepare for the worst, but sometimes it, it shit's just out of your control. It's not, you know, you can't have full control over everything, which is uh, literally the worst in my opinion, <laughs> but. Um, that's just how it is. This is how the cookie crumbles. And something that I really don't have control over is my art. And now I know you're thinking, Elise, what are you talking about? You're literally the artist. You have control over it. Yeah, right. But I can't exactly control where the paint ends up on the canvas. That's kind of the beauty of doing abstract work is that it's not this meticulously planned uh activity so to speak it's there's just there's a lot of randomness within life and within art that's the thing because even if I sketch something out that doesn't mean that's exactly how it's gonna look once I have completed the end product you know I've started sketches and then I've ended up painting over the sketches and turning it into something completely different than what I had originally planned for it to be. And in most cases, that's a pretty rewarding outcome because I usually like the outcome, I usually like the finished product. Um, in some cases, I don't, but you know, that's just it happens. You can't win them all. You can't always make good art <laughs> or, you know, whatever that means, but we can always talk about that another time. Regardless, you can't always make the best art ever. And yeah, I mean, starting this business was a risk in itself, uh, financially, and also in terms of, well, here I am, a young, um, a young person of color who is also queer, and... Yeah, just putting all those together, it's it kind of sets me up for failure. <laughs> well, not failure per se, but it sets me up for a lot of obstacles and a lot of hurdles that people who do not look like me or do not identify the same that I do, the same way that I do, um, that they have. So I have different obstacles than most people. But I also do have certain privileges that some people do not have, and I can recognize that. And I think that's also why it's easier for me to just go ahead and take the risks that I do. Because on one hand, I do have the privilege of having this wonderful resume, um, developing these soft skills and hard skills as well that someone else may not have. But also on the other hand, I take the risk because I feel like deep down it's what my my ancestors, my lineage, my past lives would have wanted. And really something that drives me is I don't want to live a life of regret. I want to try and limit as much regret as possible. And I feel like risk-taking, you know, taking that chance, um, even if all odds are stacked against you, it has allowed me personally to really really come through, really pull through, and it's just crazy because I'm just reflecting on all the different changes I've made to my life, how drastically I've made them, or even if it was something that was relatively planned out, I mean, sometimes the best outcomes come from doing the things that most people are scared to do, and, like, honestly, especially with my art i never saw myself as you know someone that would publicly show off my art that would do interviews that would even do a podcast for crying out loud and yet here we are you know i've i've taken on that risk and now i just have to show that same consistency in order to achieve my idea of success you know so I I understand taking risks. It's scary. Like I said earlier, I'm a person who typically operates out of fear. I stay in toxic situations longer than I should. I pass up on opportunities sometimes because I'm so just emotionally and mentally attached uh, to my comfort zone. And a really big lesson that I've learned this year alone is to just push yourself out that comfort zone it sucks. It feels awful at times. And you feel like you're just being ripped apart and examined piece by piece. But you know, once you're looking back in that long run, it's so refreshing and humbling to see that, yeah, I started here, but because I pushed myself outside of my comfort zone, this is where I am now. And my life wouldn't be the way it is now. And it it makes you kind of cultivate this sense of gratitude that you may not have had before which is something I've really come to really come to just appreciate I've learned to appreciate my life a lot more I've learned to define my values uh, more explicitly And, you know, obviously, I'm not doing this on my own, I have I have my therapist that I work with, and she's really helped me out with a lot of these, um, a lot of these topics as well. And then I now, you know, I have a support system, I'd like to say it's a pretty strong support system as well, that encourages me to follow my passions and do whatever it is that I love to do as long as my bills are paid. (laughs) So, definitely and then especially with this art like this whole art thing putting myself out at markets it's it's a risk you know my i've only done maybe two or three markets now and my most recent market which was the Carrollwood exchange i was able to make back my vendor fee which i have not been able to do at a market since i've started and so just seeing that growth that potential something that was considered a failure actually slowly start to pay off is, is incredible. And it makes me feel a lot more validated as an artist, not just because, Oh yeah, I'm making money, but just because, you know, it's that sense of community building. And here's where, here's where it gets tricky. That commute, the risk of community building also comes at the risk of uh, financial loss, essentially and we can blame cap. We can blame capitalism for that point blank period. We can really get into that in another day, but it's just so hard to keep those two things separate when they're so convoluted and put together by capitalism. I said I was gonna stop talking about that, <laughs> but no, it's true. Like art, whether you realize it or not, it's a social commentary. Even though I make, you know, just fun little plant portraits I just paint plants, like pictures of plants all day essentially Um, I do have some pieces that aren't just plants they are commentaries on just the human condition or just you know society as a whole and I feel like that's a risk in itself because especially and we're going to talk about capitalism again especially thanks to systems of capitalism and gentrification in a world where you know, everything is starting to look the same. Everyone is starting to act the same as well. And we're all chasing that temporary high of appearing elite or superior. Um, That's where art really comes in and taking that risk to be an artist, taking that risk to say, Hey, I'm going to do this a little bit differently than everybody else, or I'm just going to fully do it differently. I, you know, like it's, it's, it's really I'm trying to think of the word to describe it it's kind of shocking to people that just live you know their normal lives and that don't really question anything for the most part and yeah I like I could go on about this forever truly (laughs) it's just so interesting to me that we're you know, it's not like this is just, this is a new thing. Like this has been taking decades, centuries, millennia to get to this point where even I was just talking to, um, I was actually talking to Stormy, who is another artist in the Tampa area about this. And we were just talking about how even restaurants like McDonald's, they're losing like that character, that like signature branding you know the the golden arches with the red roof and all the fun colors and like the play palace and stuff like that and we're really starting to see a shift from that fun quirky character and aesthetic to a more minimalist contemporary design and and it's not just the mcdonald's but i think that's a fair point to bring out it's not just the mcdonald's it's It's other restaurants. It's other businesses. Um, It's just everything in our society and our community. And that's why, personally, that's why I really appreciate places like Seminole Heights or St. Petersburg. Um, And I'm sure there's a ton more I'm still exploring myself. But that really appreciate creativity, that really appreciate loudness, that really showcase and highlight the risk takers of the community who aren't as afraid to be different. Well, they may still be afraid to be different, but they're going to do it anyways. Because personally, in my opinion, I know I'm not meant to lead the normal cookie cutter lifestyle. You know, I, I believe there are foundations in that, but I, you know, like at my core, I I don't think I'm meant to work a big, big corporate job, you know, I'm not meant to be in an office, I'm not meant to be um, going for my master's, not anytime soon, at least. I mean, hell, I finished undergrad in three years, instead of the regular four, just because I wanted to get out of there so fast. (laughs) I wanted to get out of there. And I wanted to work and build up that experience, and really make more time to pursue my passions. So You know, I feel like risk-taking is a huge part of my process, a huge part of my being, to be honest with you guys. And I've been slowly letting that emerge through my work and through my business practices as well. And, you know, because... Like, honestly, like, I feel like this is a more positive episode <laughs> because once we go into talking about failure, it's going to get like really sad real quick. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not even joking. Like, I've got so many stories of failure to share with you guys, and I'm pretty sure like everyone has experienced failure at least one time in their life. <laughs> so it's trying to keep this on a high note because like risk taking is so important and more people should do it. You know, granted that as long, I mean, I don't know, I'm when it comes to risk taking my process, let's just say with this current journey that I'm going on. um So, okay, yeah, I went to university, I was in and out of jobs for a couple of years, just trying to find my way. Uh, I ended up moving out of my family home. And I've been living on my well not quite on my own, I live with roommates for the first year that I moved out. And Then I got presented with this opportunity to work a really corporate job. Let's just leave it at that. And I knew the company and I decided to give it a shot. I took the risk of just, that was a risk in itself because I knew I was working at a Sally beauty at the time. And that, while that was a great job, um, it just wasn't aligning with my lifestyle needs. So I took the risk left for this big corporate job and then you know the first couple months you're in that honeymoon phase oh my god my job's great i've got all these awesome benefits i'm getting that big check you know it's fantastic um but once you get past that honeymoon phase it's just like damn am i really do i really see myself being here long term and so after the first couple of months at this big corporate job you know i moved in with my boyfriend I'm starting to work on building relationships back with my family and with those around me because I just closed myself off for a couple years there, I feel, a couple months, depending on the relationship. But no, like, just inside, it's been brewing within me. And my therapist and I have had many a conversation about this, um, about whether or not this, you know, I I just like to call it the cookie cutter lifestyle. That's all I've known it as whether or not the cookie cutter lifestyle is going to work for me. And as much as I want it to work out for me, because it's technically, well, not technically, but it's what a lot of people consider the safest option, the safest route to success. I, I just kind of woke up one day and realized, you know, through all my therapy sessions and all my conversations with friends, family, and, you know, my partner, we've just really been it's just, like, I just woke up one day, and I was like, this is not it. And as soon as you have that realization, you're just like, okay, what are the changes I need to make to get the life that I want, essentially. And, you know, that being said, we're here now, I've got my business. Like I said, I left my big corporate job literally today. And I have a, I have a nice little um, position that I'll be working at to help pay my bills and also supplement my business as well just so that way you know I can work on both and have all of what needs to be taken care of taken care of and I'm I'm nervous that I'm going to fail but I'm excited to you know start over again essentially now that I have this new perspective on life and now that I have just this kind of familiarity that comes with risk-taking you know, it's like, it's not the life that everybody can lead. It's, you know, some people just want to be comfortable. I would love nothing more to be comfortable. But in order to get there, I have to take these risks, I have to make decisions that may not make sense to anybody else but me. And I feel like this is the start of something new. This is the start of my life, essentially. I feel like just the past couple of years, I've just been living in this cave, (laughs) you know, I've just been kind of sheltered. I've been not live. I haven't been living for myself. Um, And that was really reflective of the art that I was making at at the time as well. Um, I just wasn't living for myself. I was doing things that I thought everybody else would appreciate. Just that real people pleasing, that real, um, you know, (laughs) just, just trying to get on everybody's good side. And in the process, I really neglected my myself and my values. And so this is really what it's about, taking the chance uh, and hopping at an opportunity, the first chance you get, it's scary. You may fail, but I'd rather take these chances than you know, live in my cushy, cookie-cutter lifestyle and... Feel like, I've done nothing with my life other than contribute to another company. And, you know, I, I'm really grateful for my past experiences. They've taught me so much and they've shaped me so much into who I am today. And I'm very grateful to all of my past colleagues and all my past relationships as well. Um, but, you know, in my mind, I'm just at a point where I'm like, all right, I'm ready for the next thing. And I'm ready to just feel more secure in myself, I feel like as long as I'm investing into myself and in my future, I can't go wrong. Like I can't really fail. So yeah. And it's just like, I'm going to sound like a broken record. I'm just, I, I'm just really grateful to be where I am right now. Uh, I know that I have a lot of challenges ahead of me, but I'm not going to let that discount from the fact that I have already overcome so much just to get to where I am today. And I really hope that at least one of you out there relates to it. And if you don't relate to it, that you know, you know, you at least take something from this. Um, because I this, the whole reason I even do this podcast is to connect with my community and to really have an outlet to just pour my heart out to because I can only journal so much <laughs> you know um it feels a lot more natural for me to speak my truth i guess and so you know with that being said i really appreciate you guys taking the chance on me you know some kid from from Tampa Florida and yeah like bottom line is if you're able to take that risk And, you know, you you think that it's going to be a good move for you, do it. Even if you don't think that it's going to be the best move for you, but you're never going to know unless if you try. You're never going to know until you try. That's the thing. I'd rather, I just don't want to live that life of regret. And I know a lot of people share that sentiment as well. And that's really what we're doing here. We're trying to create a more fulfilling life. And in order to do that, You got to take a risk every now and then. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I really enjoyed sitting down and chatting with you all. If you guys would like to support this podcast, you can head on over to anchor.fm forward slash Cozy Universe forward slash support. There you'll be able to donate directly towards the podcast and we'll be able to make some really cool stuff happen additionally you can also support the podcast by sending in a q a selection especially if you're listening over on spotify i'll have that put in there if you have questions you'd like for me to answer in a future episode or if you want to get involved with an episode in the future in a different way you can also head on over to anchor.fm forward slash cozy universe forward slash message and just leave me your thoughts and feelings on today's episode. And with that being said, we're gonna wrap it on up today. Today's episode was a little bit of a longer one, but whew, we just had a lot to get on out there, you know? <laughs> so I again thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to give us a follow on Instagram at Cozy Universe Studio. Share this podcast with your loved ones or any of your social media networks. We're on all the major past podcasting platforms. And you can shop Cozy Universe anytime at www.cozyuniversestudio.com. And with that, I hope you guys have a beautiful day, afternoon, evening, whatever time you're listening to this. And I'll see you guys on the flip side. Ciao.